When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. So let's get into it and bring in John Lopez, host of In the Loop from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Central on Sports Radio 610 in Houston. And he joins us on the GetMyPhoenix.com guest line. The Phoenix is a revolutionary technology helping men all across America get back to their best in the bedroom. Visit GetMyPhoenix.com to learn more. John Good to hear your voice this morning because, of course, I talk to you guys each and every week there in H-Town. So we now we've turned it around, and you're a guest on our show, and you've been covering this particular story from the very beginning. And, and we certainly have a feel for the national sentiment, but how do the people in Houston feel about the situation considering Deshaun Watson's career with the Texans? This is a really bizarre week for us uh, as hosts, as, as sports fans in Houston, because the Fans here are so out on the Texans, uh, understandably so. I mean, uh, they got PTSD. I mean, it's been four years, three three years of just uh, complete dysfunction, and then all of a sudden you think you're getting out of it and you can get riled up for uh, a little sign of improvement as a football team, and then here comes Deshaun Watson, and this game was, was going to be sold out, and people were going to bring wave little towels uh, to, you know, so in the face. That's one of the things that people were talking about, you know, just to kind of mock him and – uh, protests and Tony Busby got a suite, uh, you know, to, to, to bring some of the uh, accusers in. But that's not the vibe we're getting because I think as much as people are like uh, the, the vast majority of people that we, you know, with whom we re, we we uh, re- interact are like out on Deshaun Watson and mad on Deshaun Watson and everything else. They're just they can't dial up that energy because they're not even out. In fact, a lot of Texas fans have sold their tickets. I would predict. But a lot of them, and maybe even the majority of fans at NRG Stadium are going to be Browns fans, to be honest. Wow. Well, and God, imagine being a Browns fan and having to root for Deshaun Watson now. And I know there's like a bunch of legal stuff and people are like, well, he wasn't, you know, convicted or whatever. But I personally won't be rooting for him. But we are a sports betting show. So is there an actual angle on this? Do you think the booze actually impact the game or do you think there's going to be another factor at play here because I think the other factor is Deshaun Watson hasn't played in a real football game in quite some time do you think there's going to be some rest there what do you think the the actual x factors are in this game well as as Jenks knows I dabble uh, I, I dabble myself yep. <laughs> in the occasional <laughs> bet uh not a whole lot but I definitely dabble every week I could not look myself in the mirror if I bet on the Texans, uh, they're, they're, they're that bad. They're, 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 they're awful. Uh, Their roster is bad. Players are underperforming across the board. Uh, they've switched quarterbacks. Uh, I get the, the counter argument. I, I, I get that Deshaun Watson is, is rusty. He hasn't played in, it'll be 700 days uh, from oh. the moment he was stepping off the field with Deshaun Watson. We all saw, I mean, with J.J. Uh, Watt, we all saw that video, man. We wasted one of your years. Remember that, J.J.? And uh, Deshaun walking off the field. That was 700 days from Sunday's wow. kickoff. Uh, so I get that. I get rust. I, I All this other things. 
but this Texans team is just bad. And you know what they're worst at? I mean, you guys do this for a living. They can't stop the run to save their lives. Yeah. I mean, I, I just can't I, I just can't imagine uh, you know, the Texans dialing one up for four quarters. It might be one of those where, you know, hey, first half, you know, they're kind of hanging around or whatever. Uh, but I, I just could not look myself in the mirror and, and, and bet on this team. We're talking with John Lopez, host of In the Loop from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Central on Sports Radio 610 and Houston Monday through Friday. Follow him on Twitter at Lopez on Sports. John, I saw this yesterday, and I know you mentioned it at the top of this segment, but Tony Busby, who has represented all of the plaintiffs in this case, has a suite this weekend. He's bringing around 10 of the victims here. What good can come of this? Why in the world would you do something like this? It's I'm interested in other opinions. I'm actually interested in y'all's opinion as well, because to me, his narrative, his story is these women are going to show that they're still here and Deshaun can't break them. I get that. But I think from Tony Busby's perspective, this is exploiting women, man. I mean, this, yeah. this is this is this is this is just taking advantage of a situation here. It's more look at me than look at these women is how I interpret it. Uh, Tony Busby is is clearly a showman uh we've all we've all known that we've all picked up on that if you didn't know it before um he's 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 just one of those guys that is always looking to either troll or promote himself and i could be dead wrong i'm, I'm interested in other opinions but because i get it you know i get you can't break me i understand that we, who doesn't understand that uh but they're in a suite at, at, at the at the game uh it's almost kind of like i I can't. I don't know how to put it. I think it's it's Tony Busby, you know, using them as props for himself. Yeah, that's how it feels like to me. Yeah, and I I commend you for tackling this issue because it is a delicate one because we don't know how they feel. And I'll put that on the table first. But when they're in a suite, it's not like they're looking him in the eyes, and it just seems like an issue where you see the victims who are in similar spots, and it's difficult for them even to face their accuser in court where they are, you know, uh, you know, have to go to court and it's not an easy mm-hmm. process. So it seems very odd to me, but again, I'm not in the situation, so I don't know, but I saw that yesterday and I was interested to hear, you know, what the talk was on that situation. Cause it just seems odd. Yeah, no, I agree. I totally agree. All right. John, so uh, ahead, <laughs> the one final thing on that uh, game from me it smells like a Nick Chubb rush prop kind of week because we you. just talked about uh, the Texas run defense. And well, how, you know, how high can the prop get? <laughs> but still, I mean, you got to take it. I don't even know what the number is. It's got to be. It's know? probably in the nineties. It's probably in the nineties. I'm not sure if they posted it yet, but you're not going to get a low number just because Nick Chubb's an amazing running back. But the Texans all season long. Like, that has been the angle. Play opposing running backs against this Texans defense, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, and I think the Texans, aside from being bad, as I mentioned earlier, um, they are on operation shutdown here. I mean, they, they, they I think uh, Lovey Smith this past weekend pretty much sealed it. Uh, I think he is going to be uh, fired at the end of this year, which was going to be almost – I mean, most people would have bet the other way at, at the start of the year. Uh, but I think it's beyond the pale now. I, I think it's – uh, pretty obvious that they need to go ahead and just reboot everything, especially because they're going to get a new quarterback. See, Lovey Smith was tied in with Davis Mills. Well, Davis Mills is not the guy. And we, we, we all kind of thought that. He proved it this year, and now he's been benched. 
So what's the re- reason in keeping Lovey Smith? So everybody right now is going to be making business decisions. Everybody's going to be making sure that they don't go, you know, look too bad on tape the next Monday, but they're not going to kill themselves either. It's operation shutdown in Houston. John, yesterday we saw the United States advance over Iran in the God, World I was Cup. So and I was, oh, it was so exciting. Press passes from all the World Cups I've been to back oh. here. Oh, is that what those are? Yeah, those are Olympic uh, credentials. And uh, can you see them? And World oh, yeah. Cup passes. I, yeah, I, I love international sports. I'm a parent of a swimmer, by the way. I heard you talking earlier. Uh, oh. Well, they don't swim anymore. Now they just drink and party. But uh, but, but either <laughs> way, I've been <laughs> I've been to. Uh, uh, I think seven Olympics and five World Cups. So uh, I'm all in on that stuff. Well, that's I'm glad you said that because I was looking at your timeline and you said you were in France the last time that the United States the United States faced Iran and you had some sort of biker bar adventure. We got a little time here, so I, I wanted to know if you could tell the story. <laughs> this is so good. This is so good. I'm glad you followed me. I didn't. Uh, I, I've, to- I've told the story a couple of times you know, at parties and with family and, and occasionally uh, on broadcast. If you have a second, I'll tell you the story, all right? Yeah. So this is nineteen. This is 1998. Um, I'm like 35, 36 years old at that point, um, and I'm covering the World Cup uh, in, in uh, well, in France, but I was in uh, Bordeaux, uh, France, uh, trying to do a story on the Iranian team. They were playing a previous game there, and I was doing like a preview, okay? So I get on this bus. I'm trying to abbreviate it as much as I can. So I'm at the hotel in Bordeaux. And I get on this bus, and I don't speak French. I can speak a little Spanish, so I kind of, you know, whatever. Uh, but anyway, so I get on this bus. It's the number nine bus. I'll never forget it. And the bus driver says, gives me the sign language. I got you. You know, I'm telling him what stadium I want to go to, showed him the picture. He gets me to the stadium. Boom. Number nine bus. Don't forget. Number nine bus. Don't forget. Cover the game. Talk to the Iranians afterwards. Get my preview. Get on the bus. By now, it's about 1130 at night uh, in Paris. I mean, I mean in Bordeaux. And I'm waiting and waiting for the bus. Here comes the number nine bus. I get on the number nine bus thinking, golden, get to my hotel, boom, good to go. Well, didn't know this at the time. Uh, the number nine bus does a loop. It doesn't, it doesn't go back and forth like most buses does. So in other words, I was on the opposite side of Bordeaux. Uh, by the time I was on the bus for so long, I kind of did the sign language again. And the, and the bus driver says, I got you. Don't worry about it. Drops, the, drops me off. I'm thinking he's dropped me off at a taxi stand or something. It's a phone booth. Uh, so what's a phone booth going to do me any good uh, in Bordeaux, France at about uh, midnight uh, on a very dark day? So I start walking where I think my hotel is, and I'm walking for probably two miles with my backpack and everything else. And I'm like scared. It's, 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 it's a horrible neighborhood. I see this little blue light coming out of this doorway. I'm like, all right, restaurant, bar, whatever. I'll go in there, call it a cab. Still golden. Still not worried. So I walk in. I turn into this bar. And as, as I walk in two or three steps, it's a French biker bar, which I didn't know existed, okay? <laughs> but yeah. I see a bunch of dudes in denim and chaps, and they're shirtless with denim vests, and they got hats on, and their helmets are on the bar. And I hear a steel door shut behind me, and I went, oh, crap. I'm going to get my butt whipped. And they're all looking at me. They're burly, nasty, big dudes, you know. And I'm not a little guy, but I'm like, oh, my gosh. So immediately in my mind, I'm thinking, I'm going to run through one guy at the door and just start running. I'll leave my backpack. Screw it. Uh, So I start, like, kind of, like, trying to be political here. So I go to the bartender who knew a little bit English. I said, I'm going to buy a beer for everybody here. Uh, I bought a beer for, like, 38 people, 40 people, whatever it was. I'm trying to, you know, whatever. 
and they're all and they're like okay but they're rough and they're kind of like circling around me and i'm like what is going on here well then i hear the first chords of i did it my way by frank sinatra okay so what they were doing is they realized i had my press credential on they realized i was american this these french badass bikers wanted to sing and that they told show me that they knew in english songs they started singing two dudes started singing i did it my way uh by frank sinatra they closed the door so it wouldn't bother into the neighborhood because it was a neighborhood bar so they start singing frank sinatra i'm looking around and they're all like giving me the thumbs up and smiling and i'm buying another round of beer by the end of the night it's about 2 33 in the morning i got my arms around these guys one guy offers to take me to my hotel on his motorcycle on the back of his motorcycle <laughs> i'm like no i'm good so but they end up getting me uh a cab so yeah i was singing in bordeaux france at a badass biker bar in the in a bad neighborhood i did it my way and other songs but that was the one that we started with uh by frank sinatra with about 38 hairy uh sweaty biker buys guys wearing chaps that's some caps yeah that was oh, that that's the second one on this side is uh france <laughs> oh my god unbelievable that's how you end a segment it is john lopez host of in the loop from 10 a.m to 2 p.m central on sports radio 610 in houston john we appreciate it thank you my pleasure man for more listen to the daily tip presented by betmgm weekday mornings from 6 to 9 eastern on the beck ql network the odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts